Hello and welcome to episode 50. <laughs> I didn't check the episode. I think it's 55, but I might I might be wrong. But welcome to the first Road Jump Media podcast episode of 2022. Thank you. Wait, hold on. Are you guys coming through the speakers? Can you guys say something real quick? Hello, hello. Okay, okay. You guys are coming hello. through. <laughs> you guys are yeah, coming okay. through. Yeah, okay. Cool. All right, sounds good. Nice. Yeah. So once again, this is the first episode for us for 2022. Glad to be here. I have my hosts, co-hosts, Jose and Luis. How you guys doing? Hello, everyone. Nice to be back after a long break. Yes, hello. Um, happy, happy new, new year. Happy 2022. Uh, yes, it's it's good to be back talking about games, our passion. Heck yeah, heck yeah, dude. And this episode is always one of the more exciting ones because we get to talk about our favorite games of the year, which is always exciting. Yes. I'm kind of excited. Looking forward to this one. Thank you. All right. So what we're going to be talking about today, uh, we're going to be talking about, of course, our favorite games of the year. We're also going to be talking about our video game draft that we've been maintaining throughout uh, last year. And uh, yeah, we'll just go through the results there. And I think that'll just about do it. Um, that'll, that'll take us to the end of the podcast. So um, do you guys want to talk about what you guys been playing real quick before we get into those two things? I. Okay, so I'll go ahead and get started. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it might be a, a kind of long list of things go for it dude go for it it's been a while yeah it's been a while Uh, so just really quick and just to catch everyone up um so like in previous podcasts you know i've been playing on three different uh, consoles um uh, for my uh 2ds Uh, i've been playing i think that's the one that i've been playing the least um but uh i I remember I started playing uh, Sushi Striker, and that's the game that I've been playing in, in that uh, system. Uh, I think I might be maybe like a third uh, through it, um, but it's it's one of those games where I just go in and play whenever I can. And, but yeah, I've been focused on on the Switch and the PS5, so uh, it's sort of like on my. You know, it's, it's sort of like sitting there in the corner for now. Um, but yeah, uh, for the Switch, I've been playing. Uh, I am right now. I'm currently playing uh, the Age of Calamity uh, DLC. Mm. Um, the Wave Two. Um, I kind of forgot, honestly, <laughs> that it had come out. Um, but I was like, oh, you know, might as well just just go ahead and play it. I played Wave One. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and complete Wave 2. Uh, again, it, it's more of the same. Um, it's really cool, though. Like, they added more story elements to it. Uh, things that, like, in the story, in the original story, you know, sometimes, like, you would see something that happened, or you knew something happened, but they didn't show it. Uh, and then you hear, you kind of, like, fill up, they fill up the spots, the the empty uh, plot holes. And so it's sort of like a, it makes it like a more complete story. Uh, and then you get more characters, more missions. Um, I'm, I'm actually uh, quite enjoying it. 
I think I enjoyed this wave more than the first wave of DLC, but um, you know, it's it's just fun uh, playing around, uh, killing monsters and, and stuff. Mm. Before that, I was playing. I have a, a quick question. Monster about, uh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so, all right. So you played Age of Calamity that came out in twenty twenty, and that was before the Switch OLED. Yeah, that. Yeah. Actually, I think that came out in twenty. Was it twenty twenty? It was twenty twenty. Yeah, right. December twenty twenty. Yeah. November. Uh, yeah. Well, December, I think. Oh no, in November. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and um, so my question is: now that you have an OLED, um, have you played it handheld, and has that enhanced the experience, the the new screen? I haven't yet to play any game on my OLED. Um, I was sort of like waiting to, you know, finish the games that I started playing on, on the regular Switch. Uh, just go ahead and finish those there. And then like start, I actually want to start Metroid Dread um, on my OLED. Uh, oh. Just to get that experience, you know, with a brand new game. Sure. Uh, but I definitely want to wanna test it out, you know, how maybe like how Breath of the Wild looks on the OLED. I want to see how... Uh, this game looks on the OLED, you know, sort of like compare it, compare the experiences. Um, but yeah, so so far I haven't really uh, played anything on the OLED. Uh, but I'm um, like I I wanna I wanna start playing a, a game like Metro Drake uh, on that system first, just to get like you know like a brand new kind of experience and see like you know how it's how how it looks. I respect that. But yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but like I said, I, I definitely want to see how, how it looks, you know. Um, what else? Oh, for the Switch. So yeah, so before that, um, I, I started playing uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Monster Hunter Stories uh, 2, Wings of Ruin. Uh, and I won't go into detail um, as much right now, because uh, it might be on, on one of my, like, my favorite. Uh, well, I just want my favorite game, so I'll talk about that later. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I that game came out in April, and I barely like finished it. Uh, what like last month? Yeah, in December last month. Um. But yeah, uh, I think that's that was the game that I, I started playing on my Switch, and it sort of like took my time away. Um. Uh, that was the game that I was focusing on on the Switch. Pretty much like all 2021, um, um, but yeah. So I finally finished that, um, and I'll I'll talk more about it later. But a really really cool cool game, um, solid game. And then uh, for the PS5, uh, what have I been playing on PS5? Mm, I think the last time we 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 talked uh, on the last podcast, uh, I was saying. That I had completed Miles Morales, I think, or maybe I didn't, but um, I was playing Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, uh, really, really, really enjoyed Miles Morales. I finished the game. And I completed the. Well, actually, I don't know if, if it has DLC. Yeah, I might have to check that. Um, but yeah, I completed Miles Morales. I really enjoyed the game. Really fun. I think it's. Uh, to me, at least, in my opinion, uh, it, it's way better than Spider-Man, um, the first Spider-Man, uh, mm. which I also played this uh, on 2021. Uh, I played the remastered one on PS4, the PS4 remastered. 
Uh, and then I went on to play Sp Spider-Man Miles Morales. Really, really cool game. Really fun experience. Uh, I enjoyed the characters. Uh, surprisingly, because, you know, I don't know, like, I, I'm not as familiar with Miles. Um, but I really, really enjoyed the story. Um, and then I started playing... I played uh, Doom Eternal, uh, which is one of the games that was on my backlog. Um, I think Doom Eternal came out in, in 2020, right? Yeah, with Animal Crossing. That's true. Yeah. On that means. Um, so, yeah, I finally got to play the sequel after having played the uh, Doom 2016 uh, a couple of years back. It, again, it's just dumb fun, you know, going around playing with. Uh, you know, shooting demons. Uh, uh, I think I enjoyed the first one more. I think it was more simple. Uh, mm -hmm. But this one, I, you know, it's just as, as as fun. It's a little more challenging. And sometimes I feel like it was uh, just like the final boss. Uh, it was kind of like, uh, I don't know, it, it got annoying a little bit. Because um, it's sometimes it could be like way over the top and like really, you know. But. Yeah, but I did enjoy it, and and yeah, so so that was that. And then after that, I started playing. Uh, I got to play a few minutes of uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, and uh, trying to get ready for for the next game. Dude, me too. Um, yeah, so so I started playing that. <laughs> I know. So I started playing that uh, just uh, like a couple of hours, I think. Um, I haven't really touched it though. Uh, that was uh, I want to say that was like three weeks ago. I haven't really played the PS5 though lately. Right. Um, I think it's been more on, on the, I've been more on the Switch but but yeah, I, I plan on, on keep playing uh, Horizon uh, just to get ready again. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, that's pretty much what I've been playing. And just uh, shout out, you know, I, I played uh, we played uh, uh, Monster Hunter Rise for a few hours. Oh yeah. Um Dude, that game, like, I've been thinking about that game. Like, I want to play more of that game. Like, Yo, after, if I had after my we, Switch. Ugh. Yeah. After we played, like, I don't know, it kind of, like, reminded me, like, this is such a good game. And we, <laughs> we looked at the we looked at the, at the Nintendo Switch, like, in review kind of thing. Like, how many hours you put in, in games. Mm -hmm. I think that was, like, the, my most played game. And, like, I remember, like, 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 dang, you know, like, I did put, like, a lot of hours in this. And, like, it just goes, flies like, by. It does. Yeah. And it's really fun. Uh, you'll hear more about that game as well. <laughs> later on, but, <laughs> oh, for me too. But yeah. Too. Mm -hmm. So we played like a couple of hours um, together. Uh, also, um, uh, we played uh, Super Mario um, Superstars. Uh, Super Mario Party Superstars, right? I think it's called. Mm -hmm. um, with our friends, with the whole crew. Um, uh, that was fun as well. And I do think it's one of the best. Um, it's not the best Mario Party like in a few years since like I don't know, I don't know since Mario Party Four maybe. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, way better than the last one. Uh, but yeah, Lu I, Luigi, I that's think... boomer talk. <laughs> I know, right? Dang it, twenty eight this year. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be twenty eight this year. <laughs> Getting close to the boomer age. Nah, um, and I think. If I'm not wrong, I think that's all. Uh, maybe we played a few Smash rounds here and there. Mm -hmm. Don't really remember. 
But yeah, that completes the whole gaming I've been doing. Show enough, man. Show enough. Wait, so was that all year? Are you been playing last year? <laughs> no, no. Uh, that was that was the what I've been playing since like the last of them. Which was like, like early December, I believe. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, um, I guess it's my turn. Um, I haven't really been playing that much. Um, well, actually. Now I, I have played um, uh, the main game that I've been playing is uh, Hades. I finally got to Hades. Ooh. Uh, Hades is really good. I really, really enjoy Hades. Um, I've, I think I've put in, I checked yesterday, I think it was like 50 hours, 50 hours put into that My game. My gosh, man. Um, Tell me. I know. I'm, I'm kind of surprised, surprised at, at myself because um, I didn't really think it was going to be that engaging to me, honestly. Um, but it really is. I don't know. It's really fun. It's it's you. Well, I I don't get tired of it. Um, that replayability. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really. I mean, it's it's part of the the story, the replayability, the having to you know play over and over again, and you're kind of encouraged throughout the game to keep going. Um, you know, just with you know unlockables and just progressing the the storyline, um, and you want to just get all of it you know you want to know the whole story you know i don't want to get into it just um you know for avoid trouble spoilers but um but yeah hades is a really good game i can see i think that was i think hades was like a contender no for 2020 or 2019 um for game of the year um and i can i can see i can see why um it's such a, I don't know, it's, it's a really fun game. And I really do um, recommend it to anyone out there who hasn't played it. Uh, just because it's really, it's really fun. Um, and so that's been taking up most of my time. Um, I think I started this year, basically. Um, so it's the first game I played this year, 2022. I mean, it's been, what, eight days? <laughs> but um, but it's, been, it's been really fun. It's been a blast. Um, and... Before that, I was playing um, um, Brilliant Diamond, uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond, mm-hmm. and that was that was fun. It was nice uh, revisiting. It does have its flaws, <laughs> and, and um, I won't get too much into that. But uh, but it was it was an alright experience. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, it you know it revisits uh, a game that pretty much define a part of my um, childhood, I guess, if, if you will. Um, and uh, it's, it holds a special place in my heart. So uh, revisiting was, was a, a treat. Um, and yeah, some of the games that Luis mentioned um, kind of overlap with mine um, since the last time we played. I mean, since the last time we, we got together for, for the podcast, um, we have been playing, um, we played Mario Party um, I myself have not played as much as Luis, um, just okay. because um, I'm not. Well, the PS5 is kind of um, 
taken over by my siblings. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, hopefully this year um, that'll change. I, I do want to play more games. Um, I'm glad I finally got to play Hades. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of uh, expanding that. Um, and and yeah, I'm just I'm looking forward to what this year holds um, in store for me. But uh, yeah, that's been pretty much it. Nice, dude. Um, okay, uh, we'll save we'll save that question for later. I was gonna ask about a future game, but I don't wanna I don't wanna cross that bridge just yet. That'll probably be next week. Okay. Nice. All right. And for the gameplay for Hades, did it click with you immediately, or did it take time for you to to settle into it? Um, it it didn't. It it, it kind of you kind of adapt to it really quickly. I I adapted it. I adapted to it um really quickly. Um, it does throw you off. Well, at least for me, because it's it's a game that I I've never played a game like that. Um, what is it called? The genre? Um, I forgot. Uh. Roguelite. Roguelite or Yeah. Um well it's kind of like Returnal, um, in a sense, I guess. I think Returnal is also from the same um it's like the same type of game. Um but um but yeah, I had my my um doubts. Um I didn't know if I was gonna um be but um but yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. Um, it was pretty. It was fast. It was. It was. Um, I kind of got into it really quickly. Um, it engages you really quickly too. So, um, and I mean, the graphics are nice, and the the characters, the different characters in the game, they're very um, interesting, very engaging. Um, you you kind of want to learn more about each of them, um, and what their role is, and you know, in, in the storyline. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was it's pretty natural. Um, I I enjoy it so much. I enjoy the game a lot. Cool. I'm happy that you really enjoyed it, man, because you've been talking about it for so long. And I know. <laughs> yeah, I had a a gap of, of free time. Well, after passing um, Brilliant Diamond, so I'm like, I'm going to go for it. Nice. And as for me, games that I've been playing since we last spoke... Um, since Luigi brought it up, I'll go ahead and bring up, Luis brought it up, I'll go ahead and bring up, um, Horizon Zero Dawn. So, like him, I put in probably like an hour and a half or something, or probably just an hour into Horizon Zero Dawn. And I can't believe how freaking stunning this game looks for a 2017 game. Like, yeah. legit. I don't know if you had the same experience, Luis, but mm -hmm. when I popped that yeah, in... Like and... it, it holds up. <laughs> Yeah. Like, really well. Yeah, just, like, the the environment, how detailed and freaking vibrant it is, and my gosh, man. I feel like that just can come out, like, today, in 2021, and just, like, smoke right. almost That's everything else. Say. Yeah. So, yeah, and um, as for the characterization of uh, Aloy, I feel like in the first hour, they've done a really good job, like, better than a lot of games that I've experienced making you feel attached to the main character. Um, feels really natural and it feels, and I feel like they don't, they don't unnecessarily drag things out, but they still tell a compelling story so far. And I like how they do the tutorial and everything. It's really, 
I think it's really well done, and I'm, I'm really excited to play more of it. What else have I been playing? Um, I played some uh, Mario Party Superstars over the break as well. Um, that game is just, it's just fun. Um, it's something I wouldn't play on my own. Maybe when I was smaller, I would. But if you got people over and you just want to have a good time with uh, whoever you have over or, is, or you're spending time with, just break it out. People are bored. Anybody can play that game. And um, whether you, you've been playing it since you were a child and, and you know a lot of the games or people are new, um, I feel like it's, it's a perfect game to just pop up and have a good time with. Nobody will complain about it. And I think I probably played a little bit more of Skyward Sword since last time, but um, I'm, I'm going to be talking about it as a part of later, so um, I won't go into detail about that. And see what else. I guess I'll talk a little bit about... Uh, I'm also going to be talking about Endwalker later, so I've been playing that a lot as well. I think that's just, that about sums it up. Um, I just... Haven't been um, playing uh, as much, but I've been I've been finding uh, sections of time to to enjoy myself. All right, you guys ready to look at this draft that we <laughs> that we had all last year? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Because okay. <laughs> it's like yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's just get this over with. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me set this up. All right, so I am sharing our screen with the draft results. Uh, to nobody's surprise, at least between the three of us, Luis is the victor of our draft. I think we should give him a round of applause for choosing such great games. And Let's go. Being <laughs> such a, being such a shrewd and knowledgeable player in this it it was actually pretty pretty cool <laughs> so he comes out on top with uh 134.34 points uh the games that he had picked the only one that didn't come out was hollow knight silk Sun, and, and um you weren't able to replace that before december it seems no yeah uh but other than that he had monster hunter rise he had kenna bridge of spirits he had Neo, The World Ends With You, Psychonauts 2, Cyber Shadow, Resident Evil Village, Halo Infinite, Axiomverse 2, and Forza Horizon 5, which I believe is the highest scoring game that anybody had on the yeah. list. Same. Yeah. And then for the counter pick, you had, you were going to pick Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Yeah. Okay, so... For some reason, they don't have the score for Five Nights at Freddy's. Maybe there wasn't enough reviews or whatever, but on my own, I looked up what it is on Open Critic, and the score is 78. So that means you would have gotten minus 8 points, I believe. Yeah. So your ending score would have been 126.34. All right. Which still puts you in the lead by... Yeah, it's, it's still in the lead. Yes, sir. <clears throat> All right. right. What's up? Yeah, rigged. Oh, rigged. <laughs> it's a rigged. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. And I guess the lowest... I guess we can point out the lowest one that you had. Um, 
Axiom Verse 2, which is pretty surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've saw like a couple reviews of the game. Like, I guess it, like it's good, but it, it it's not, it's not the first one. You know, like it couldn't mm. top the first one. So, yeah, uh, I, I personally, I, I never played either one. So, as for me, I ended with one hundred and sixteen point sixteen points, and the games that I have were Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Hitman Three. Shin Megami Tensei 5, Near Replicant, Ruined Ruined King, A League of Legends Story, Guilty Gear Strive, Monster Honey Stories 2, Wings of Ruin, Metroid Dread, Voice of Cars, Cards, The Io Dragon War, Roars, and Siberia, The World Before, which did not come out, <clears throat> unfortunately. My counterpick was 12 minutes, which uh, lost me 5 points. It got a 75. My highest scoring game was Ratchet and Clank, and my lowest scoring game was the Voice of Cards game that was on a Nintendo Direct, and I thought it was cool and it would get a lot, it would get high reviews, but alas, that did not happen. Okay, I'll give myself a pat on the back for coming in second place, giving Luis, uh, making him sweat a little bit. You made it to the three digits, so that's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's an accomplishment by itself. Thank you, thank you. And um, Jose, let's go ahead and go over what he has on his plate here. He ended with uh, 72.91 points. Oops, what happened here? I did messed up a little something. Okay, we're back. Okay, so he did end... Why am I doing that? <laughs> I'm, I'm like uh, making everything go away off the screen. One second. Oh. Okay. I got fat fingers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're back again. All right. Jose ended with a total of 72.91 points. His roster consisted of Little Nightmares 2, Returnal, 20, uh, 22 minutes, 12 minutes, <laughs> Bravely Default 2, Solar Ash, Death Loop, Warrior Wear, Get It Together, Life is Strange 2 Colors, Five Nights at Freddy's, Security Breach, The Gunk, and his counterpick was Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. Um, it looks like you should have, we're going to go ahead and count Five Nights at Freddy's. So you should have, you're in the 80s. Jose, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the, I think I was the most affected by the. Well, first of all, by picking um, Kenna as a counter pick, um, I think mm. that really hurt me. But I mean, looking at Luis's picks, like they're all in the eighties and above. Oh well, I mean Axiom, I guess. Um, right. So I would have. <laughs> You know, with the entire game, um, I probably would have had minus points. Um, and I think also, like, the postponement, uh, mm. um, you know, not releasing. Like, I had to replace, I don't know how many of the original picks sure. that I had chosen. Um, like, the gunk, the gunk, I remember that I changed that the last time we, we got together. 
And that was kind of like a last minute, like, <laughs> type of thing. Um, but I guess I didn't get points for that. <laughs> nope. So that hurt me too. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it was fun. Um, it was my first time doing this, so um, if we ever do it again, I'll I'll be ready. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're gonna do it again, man. We're probably gonna be doing it. Uh, is there anything in January that's coming out that is would really press us to do it? I can't think of anything. Arceus coming with a hundred out of a hundred. Oh snap! That's right, Pokemon Arceus. Uh, is that coming out later? When is that coming? Out? Yeah. Does anybody know the release date? I can look it up. Um, the twenty eighth, I think. Uh, Pokemon Legends okay, so. Arceus. Alright, so it's coming out towards the end of the month, so if we do our Game of the Years this week, and then we do our Anticipated Games next week, we can probably do the draft um, the week after. The week after, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so running through Jose's list, uh, highest rated game and lowest rated game. Your highest rated game was Deathloop with an 88. And the lowest rated game, one that you brought up, The Gunk. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this was a great uh, activity for us to do during the podcast just to... Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Honestly, it also helped me... Um... Because I'm not, I don't like keep up with like games. Sure. Um, so, like doing this and like having like titles in my you know roster that I pick, and like being like looking forward to seeing how they do. Like it encourages me to keep up with those titles and um, and see like their trailers and um, and obviously you know the scores. So it's like it's more engaging. Like it helps me get more engaged with like the, the video game releases, um, which I really not as engaged, um, unless it's a, you know, a game that like, that interests me. Um, so this really helped us all, um, just to be more involved, um, you know, with the video game world, if you, if you will. So I really enjoyed it. Nice. I'm glad to hear it. You were going to concur, Luis? Yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, same. Um, I think, uh, unlike Jose, I think I like to keep up with, like, games and, like, the releases. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know, like, it, that stuff, like, really interests me. So yeah, I think I think it's, it's, like, a fun, yeah, it's a fun and competitive, like, you know, aspect to it. Yeah. It's really cool. I think it's really cool. Yes, I agree. All right, so that's uh, two of the three things that we're going to be doing today. Are you guys ready for arguably the most exciting part of this podcast? Yes, let's go. I am ready. Awesome, awesome. So we should discuss how we're going to do this. for me, I have a list of 10 games, but that's pretty much all the games that I played that came out this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, uh, 
just asking, how many games do you guys have off the top of your dome that you'd want to share or shout out? Mm-hmm. I have uh, like two or three. <laughs> is that Luis? Two or th- no, that's, that's me. Jose. Um, okay. Two or three. Around two or three. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, uh, from the games that came out on 2021, I have uh, like a five, a solid five games. Like a top five, I guess. Um, but okay. I do have others that I, that I played this past year, but it's from it's games from other years. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So for the past, the games for the past years, um, I think we could do those as shout outs. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. All right. So I think what we should do is we get the shout outs um, out the way first. Uh, we can just. You can go first, and then I'll do my shout-outs, and then we'll just take the top five. All right. All right, and then when we hit the top five after the shout-outs, um, Jose, do you have two or three? Um, I want to say two, just to be sure. Two. <laughs> I, I didn't play a lot this mm-hmm. past year, so <laughs> okay. I don't have a lot to say. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so I guess well, I kind of wanted to go around the table. So I guess we can go. Um, Luis and I will yes, share two. two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Luis and I will share two um, first round, and then you'll share your 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 second one, and then we'll, Luis and I will share two. Two. Oh, you don't have a third one? That would be nice if you had a third one. <laughs> I mean, I can't come up with a third one. Um, I don't want you to force it if you don't want it on your list. Um, you have a shout-out or something? You don't have to put it on your list. I mean, I have a shout-out, I guess, but it's from past years, like like we said. It wasn't, like, released this year. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I can. I, I have a third one. I'll, I'll just... It's, it's like... It was in the back of my mind, but, I mean, I guess... <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha. All right, so let's just go ahead and begin then. Uh, I think we got the the format kind of laid out. Mm-hmm. Luis, I'll hand it over to you since uh, you usually go first when we talk about games. Uh, go in right. and, and uh, share your shout-outs. All right, so uh, a couple of my shout-outs. Um, so uh, I was finally able to... <laughs> To play um, uh, Captain Toad, <laughs> Treasure Tracker, uh, this year or this past year, um, it was a, it was a, I believe it was a Christmas gift, like a 2020 Christmas gift from from Jose or I don't know if it was a, a, a birthday gift Jose I don't know, do you remember? Yeah, it's also uh, it was a it was Christmas um, Christmas gift. Yeah, so it was a, a 2020 Christmas gift. Um, uh, and I finally was able to play it like early 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was always talking about this game. Um, that it was since the Wii U, like since the Wii U release, uh, it was a game that I wanted to play. Uh, yeah, like I kind of wish I, I would have played it uh, on the Wii U uh, with the touchpad and all that. But uh, it's still it was a game that I was always interested in. Uh, I would always talk about it. Like I would always tell Jose like, oh, you know. Uh, you know, if only or something, you know. <laughs> and I finally got it <laughs> as a gift. And 
and, and I was able to play it this year, and it, it's really, really fun. Um, I think it's it's very unique, uh, of like what what um, Nintendo accomplished with this game. Uh, it's really cool that how they, uh, and well, you know, talking about, and I'll be talking about another game that came out uh, 2021, but uh, which will support uh, the uh, Bowser's Fury, mm-hmm. well, the 3D World, Super Mario 3D World. Uh, it, it started because of that game. Um, there are some little mini games in the, the 3D Mario World, uh, Mario 3D World, and and they made like a full game. Uh, of these like little puzzles, right? Where you have to collect three stars uh, with toads, um, oh, and okay. it's it, it's it's such a I don't know like I hadn't seen anything like it before, um, but it's just like a little box, and you just move like areas, um, uh, you move blocks, so toad can walk through, um, or, or you like if you stand on a platform, then you like swipe up, uh, you know your uh, touch um, touch screen, the switch touch screen. And it goes up, and that's how you like move, right? That's how you, uh, you know, you want to go like on a platform. You you stand on something, and then you swipe up, and you take toad to that that platform. Um, and speaking of that, right? Like it's it's one of the, if I think it's the only game that I, where I've used the the touch screen, the switch touch screen, mm-hmm. which is something that I feel like I don't know, like people might forget, you know, that like you can. Use a touch screen on the Switch. Um, uh, but yeah, it's, it was really cool. Um, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I think you can get like a stylus, but I did it with my hand. Like, it, it feels way better. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think there's enough like challenge to, to the puzzles. Uh, and it, it's, it's, it's not like very uh, story heavy. You know, it's like a really simple story, you know. Uh, you're you're told and your partner to dead, you know, uh, she gets, I guess, kidnapped by this bird um, and then you just go around and collect stars looking for her. And pretty simple. Uh, it's really fun. It's something you, you can play like while, I don't know, watching a video or, um, uh, I don't know, watching a stream or something. You can just play that game. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it's, I don't know. It's I, I like, you know, puzzle games. Um, yeah, it made me appreciate Toad more <laughs> with this game. Um, but yeah, so that, that's what I, uh, I played earlier this year. So shout out to Captain Toad, even though it came out like, I don't know, 2015 or something like that. Oh, yeah. thanks, Luis! Thanks for playing my game! <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Whoa, Toad, we got Toad in the house. <laughs> Thank you, Toad, for all the fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so that was Captain Toad, uh, Treasure, uh, what's it called? Treasure Tracker? Uh, yeah, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker uh, on the Switch. Um, you want me to go to the next thing? You said two, right? Um, shout outs. Oh, I, that's a shout I out. think we just oh, bundled in the shout outs. Okay, I'll just go ahead and, and say the shout outs. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so so that was uh, Captain Toad. Uh, also, shout out, shout out to Spider Man, the Spider Man games. I already talked uh, a little bit about those. Uh, this year, I finally played Spider-Man, at, um, the well, the Spider-Man game, right, for the PlayStation, the PS4. I played the remaster, and I also played Spider-Man Miles Morales, the sequel. Uh, really cool games. Um, I hadn't played 
like the new uh, superhero games. Uh, I think I had like some experience with like Batman, um, Arkham Asylum, I believe. You know, like the more serious, more. Um, I don't well, not not serious, but like this new okay. era, right? Of of, of, <clears throat> of superhero games, right? It's not like the licensed games. It's not those types of games. And I'm not saying they're so bad, right? But they they take it more seriously, right? Um, so it was interesting going into it. Uh, I had heard really good things about uh, the first Spider-Man, um, like especially from you, Ray, because uh, I know you played that game like day one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like both of them. So, so I had already heard a uh, few things about them. Uh, so I went in, played it finally, uh, and I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the movement. Um, I think uh, out of everything. Just being able to go places and and you know, swing around the the city of New York, it's it's really it's really cool. It's really it feels natural. Uh, and and then you know you got like a lot of things to do. And and with the remaster, like the DLC also came with it, so there's even more story to it. So I think the 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 original story, like the the Spider-Man story, like it's really cool. Uh, I like how they went about that that story with like Doc Ock and and you you know as Peter Parker and like the things that happen mm-hmm. uh, and no spoilers right but like you know it, it's a really touching story um uh, and you know so it's a story like it's really cool and and then the gameplay again it's um, it's fi- it's really good and you know punching the bad guys and doing like side missions and leveling up your character, being able to get more gadgets or improve your gadgets, yeah. getting new suits, you know, I like, I like trying oh. out the new suits every time I go to one, like, it's, it's so cool, like, you, you get to learn a lot about, like, like, Spider-Man as well, um, so I don't know, like, I had a, a ton of fun, um, with Spider-Man, and then I even had more fun with Spider-Man Miles Morales, uh, that game is, like, it's really pretty as well. Yeah, and I don't know, like, I feel like they dealt with, like, um, Knight. I don't know, for some reason, like, I connect Miles Morales with the Knight. Yeah, and, mm. like, like, or darker environments. I don't know. Interesting. Um, and, like, I don't know, the colors will pop off, like, really well. And it's it's a beautiful game, honestly. And, like, I really enjoyed it. And I think I like Miles Morales more than Peter. Like, and I... I think Peter Parker is like a bad character, right? But like, I really, really like enjoyed playing as Miles and getting to know Miles, like that story. Yeah, I think it was done fairly well as well. And and I don't know, like looking back at it, like Spider-Man deals with a lot of shit, <laughs> even though like, dude, like doesn't matter which Spider-Man, right? Like, like not like I was thinking about it right now, because um, like the story as well, it's really touching and it's kind of like. It's it's really sad as well, like, like yeah, you 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 beat the game and like you win, right? But there's things you lose as well. I don't know. It's really cool. Uh, it makes me appreciate like Spider-Man more, uh, and especially with like the whole movies as well. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm getting into like Spider-Man a lot. And but but yeah, like the Spider-Man games. To see the I'm, I can't wait to to look. I can't wait to see more of like Spider-Man, Spider-Man mm-hmm. Two. Oh, and, you know we got a teaser. Like, I think that's what pushed me to play these games for like finally like complete them. 
Um, so really excited to see like what, what they do with Venom and how, how they're going to deal with like both Spider-Man, like Miles and, and Peter. Yeah. Um, and then like really, really excited. And it's Insomnia games, right? So uh, they've been doing like great work. Um, I don't know yes when I add anything to to what I said, but I can move on to my next shout out. Oh no, uh, I'm just really glad that you got to experience and it's not just me just singing the praises of just the basic yeah. the basic fun of a Spider-Man game, which is just pop it in um, and mm. swing. Right. That's right. all you got. And then do. the music too, like I forgot about the music in Miles Morales. It's so good. I don't know. <laughs> like yeah. it, it made me happy. I don't know. Like sometimes I will be like have like a like I'll feel down or something, and I will pop up that game. And as soon as like the the title screen, you know, with the beat. Oh yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Um, and then uh, another shout out uh, to Doom Eternal. Again, I, I talked a little bit about this. Uh, finally played the sequel. Uh, you know, it's it's dumb fun shooting demons. You know, making uh, completing the, like the missions. Just in, for each mission, there's like. Uh, challenges right that you can complete like kill i don't know three three uh, uh demons a certain way right and things like that so it was cool you know going to each mission trying to complete all the challenges uh, upgrade the the weapons your weapons um uh, or get new weapons um and just go through like the world and just killing demons right and, and meeting new demons and, and being able to kill those demons as well uh, like I said, I did enjoy the first one uh, way more, uh, the Doom 2016. And, uh, and I think with this one, they sort of like expanded it a little bit more. And I think there's a lot more uh, platforming in this one. Like you get to go through worlds, but um, you have to go through like uh, certain platforms and, and certain like doors and then come back and things like that. Um, which I, I, I enjoy as well. There's some, it, it, it makes it a little bit more challenging. Uh, there's also like puzzles here and there uh, and, and it makes it more challenging. And I think like the, the thing that I enjoyed the most was uh, going through the worlds and finding like the, the secrets. It's something that like the first game had as well. Um, there's like secret um, collectibles, I guess, uh, in each world. Uh, and I, I really like doing that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, in my opinion, uh, uh, I think a weaker, uh, a weaker game than the first one, but mm. it's still fun nonetheless. It was fun nonetheless. So, so that was that. Okay. Um, and I think that's it for my shout outs. Cool. So we got Doom Eternal, the Spider-Man games, and Captain Toad. And Captain Toad. Yes. Nice, nice, nice. All right, I'll go ahead and do my shout outs as well here. Um, shout out to Mario Party Superstars. Um, really excited that Nintendo gave us what the fans been wanting for for a while and just go back to the basics. Really good. Um, shout out to Persona 5 Strikers. Um, I feel like that game is really good. Um, I fell off of it pretty hard and didn't go back to it and I still haven't since the, be <laughs> since the beginning of the year. Yeah. But the way that they, um, how it still feels like a Persona game, um, first and foremost. And then um, when you play, it's like, oh yeah, it, it plays like a Musou game, um, but the Persona 5 DNA is still there and it's not gonna detract, I say Persona 5 fans from playing it just because it's that kind of game. So shout out to that, uh, Persona 5 Strikers. 
Uh, shout out to Skyward Sword HD. So Skyward Sword HD, uh, I think it's one of my more preferred Zelda games so far that I play. Um, I probably, I'm like a third or close to a half in maybe. But um, I really like the gameplay and I really like uh, the story. I particularly like the story that's being told. But um, I don't like the motion controls for some gadgets. And every time I have to do that, I, I kind of dread it because it's a little clunky, but or kind of clunky. But other than that, really like Skyward Sword. Um, shout out to Apex for being Apex still and updating right. the game, yeah. being super fun to play. And what's up? Yeah, I, I forgot Apex too, but yeah, shout yeah. Out, big shout out to him. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I thought this was going to be uh, on my number five, but I guess it just missed it. Um, Pokemon Unite. Mm. So... For Pokemon Unite, um, it's something that I kind of really, really pushed you guys to play with me, <laughs> to play with me, yeah. that game. Uh -huh. um, Luis, I think you played the least out of everybody in the group. Yeah, I don't even, yeah, I don't even think I played that much, or at all. Yeah, um, I think you missed out when we were playing it together. Uh, yeah. It's probably for... So the, the genre is really uninviting to new people, like... Um, MOBAs, you you have to know the language, you have to know what your role has to be and your your what your responsibilities are and how you interact. And um, in a typical MOBA, you have to worry about items as well. But for Pokemon Unite, I think what makes it really good is that it simplifies it to where the barrier to entry is um, the lowest that I've seen um, a MOBA game have. You don't have to worry about items. You don't have to worry about extra things like vision and making sure you can see certain areas of the map and all that. Um, you just pick your character. You do have like, a, um, what is it, buffs that you can apply to yourself. But I think other than that, and a couple of skills, like some, like a, a skill to, to help you in combat. But other than that, like, um, as long as you know, like, just jump in and then just like learn by uh, learn by jumping into the fire, um, and after like a few matches, especially with with your friends, you'll get the gist of it, and then you'll start making plays and enjoying the abilities of the Pokemon. Like playing as a Pokemon in this kind of game where you actually have control, like more control, and it's not just turn based, and you can actually, as like for example with uh, Lucario, if you wanted to use your, um, you you have a whole bunch of like dashes, and you can like reset the dashes and all that if you get if you kill somebody. And you have uh, different variants of your skills. Like one of my favorite ones is the one where he has the um, he has a staff, and then you can throw the staff out, and then you can teleport or not teleport, but dash the staff and do damage. So um, just seeing the Pokemon in that light, playing with your friends, I think is deserves a, my number one shout out on my list. All right, so Jose, after us talking about our games, do you have a additional game that came to mind or something you want to shout out? Um, well, I want to shout out uh, Hades. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I know I talked about mm -hmm. it, um, um, but yeah, it's a really good game. Um, it, 
I don't, I don't know when it came out. I think it came out two years ago, three, well, a year ago. Um, Are you playing it on the Switch? Oh, yeah. It's, huh? Are you playing it on the Switch? Yeah, I'm playing on the Switch. Um, the, the Switch version might have came and, out this year. Yeah, I think really? I think the Switch was this year. The Switch oh. version. Oh, well, shout out. Um, <laughs> put it on the list. <laughs> I'll put it on the list. Uh, <laughs> um but uh, but yeah, it was a really good game. Um, it's it's a really good game. I really enjoyed it, and um, I, I I mean I, pre- I I talked about it already. But uh, but yeah, I really do recommend it to people who haven't played it. It's a really fun game, and that's it. Cool. It came out in uh, twenty twenty September seventeenth, twenty twenty. Okay. On the Switch. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. All right. So shout outs are done with. Uh, let's go ahead and get into our actual list. Uh, Luis, go ahead and shout out your uh, your number five there. All right. So my number five, it's a game that you shouted out. Uh, and again, I, it's weird because like I didn't really play uh, that many like games that released in 2021. Um, I have a lot of them. <laughs> I bought a lot of them, but <laughs> yeah. I just haven't played them. Um, but yeah, so for number five, I, I decided to go ahead and and pick uh, Super Mario Party Superstars. Um, and I think mainly the thing that I like about uh, this game, um, which funnily enough, it's a game that I, I actually don't have. Uh, I don't think I bought this game um, unless I did and I forgot about it. But right. um, I know <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem. Um. But yeah, so I was able to play this with like friends, uh, with with the, um, with you guys and Cassandra and Andres, uh, uh, and Marcos, and we. Uh, I think, like like I mentioned um, earlier, uh, it's I think it's the best um, Mario Party we've had in a while. Uh, I think that the last Mario Party that I personally like fully enjoyed uh, might have been the GameCube one, Mario Party Four. <laughs> which is, mm. you know, it's been a while. Because uh, after that, you know, Nintendo sort of, like, lost their way with the Mario Parties, with the with the little cards going around. And uh, I don't know, like, it, it wasn't really, like, true Mario Party. Um, but, yeah, I think this game goes back to, like, the, the original roots. Uh, and the fact that they bring, like, classic minigames from, from a lot of the games that, that we grew up with and we loved. From the Nintendo 64, um, the original Mario Party, from uh, even Mario Party 4, which is um, again one of the, uh, if not one, my favorite Mario Party, it's the one that I played the most when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And having having them, you know, bring those those mini games and having played those mini games, especially again with friends, um, it it was really cool. It's really nice because um, it it brought I think, or you know, having played this game with friends, it brought that competitive to it that I felt was lost in previous games um, you know like the whole you know BS of, of stealing stars and stealing <laughs> stars. yeah and, um, you know losing friendships you know that's what we want right we want to lose friendships <laughs> you're damn right uh, that's right <laughs> uh, but so so that that's like it's cool it's nice um, to have that again um, so yeah, so I decided to to pick that one as my number five, because again, it, it brought it brought uh, a franchise that that I played, I used to play, you know, with with my brothers, um, 
when we were kids. We brought it back to, to, to what it was, right? Um, I think that the previous game, um, Super Mario Party, um, I think it was called, on the Switch, uh, it did some things right, and, and it sort of got closer to, mm-hmm. to what we wanted. Uh, and finally, this one, you know, it, it, it sort of like, you know, it clicked with them, and, and they got it right. And then, like, you know, the multiplayer, online multiplayer, they, they added. So, um, it's it's really cool. And hopefully, they, they continue on that path of, of bringing us Mario Party and uh, or classic Mario Party um, with, you know, more improvements as well. There's always room for improvement. But, um, I don't know, I think, you know, this game, it's, it's really cool. It's really cool that what they were able to do with it. Cool. Um, for the um, nostalgia factor, because I know it's it, like the maps are based off of the Mario parties prior to, to 4, which is right. also my favorite one. Um, how much of a factor do you think that played? Because um, I don't have nostalgia for it, but I really like this game. Do you think that w- that enhances the enjoyment somebody gets out of it? Uh, I think so. Um... Because like you said, like uh, I think all the maps, right, are from like the Nintendo 64 game, the original game. I believe so. Um, and I don't have that nostalgia for the for the maps or even like the music. Like for example, Andres has. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, I remember he did introduce us to to that Mario Party uh, on the original 64, and we played we played the game like the original game. Um, so I was familiar with some of them. Uh, and it does kind of like, and actually I think having Andres, you know, there like playing the music and like giving his input on, on like the music and the map, yeah, yeah, it, it helps that as well, right? Um, so I think I think it does enhance. I think like you know maybe for for him, right? For someone who who did play the original, it it might uh, it might affect like the opinion of the game, right? Uh, maybe for me, since I, I don't have that nostalgia factor or that connection, I can appreciate it a little bit more. Because um, I know our, our boy, you know, he had like some um, issues with like the music or like the remixes. And, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, I get that, right? Because he has that connection to the original game. So uh, I think in a way made me appreciate it a, a more. Maybe than he, than he, than maybe more than he did. Um, but uh, I think nostalgia does come into play as well for for many people you know you know for them to be able to play uh, this map i remember when when it was announced and they showed up some of the maps you know i was looking at reactions from from people and they were happy to see some of the maps right like classics for them and mm. um, but yeah hopefully we get a mario party with like the mario party 4 maps one day because uh, then i'll probably be a little more excited for those yeah i feel you yeah. All right, so I'll do my number five. Uh, but before I do, I'm going to break the rules because I forgot a shout out. <laughs> uh, what? Right, breaking the rules? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm going to break the rules <laughs> a little bit. Um, this one's going to be my actual number one shout out. Uh, Pokemon Unite will be my number two shout out. Um, Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> you forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, I just I went through a list on Wikipedia to remind me of everything, and it, it, this one slipped through the cracks, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Mass Effect: The Legendary Edition. Uh, all three games they look at least for the first two, I can attest that they look better than ever. Um, I love the 
the technical enhancements they made to this to these games um, the story is pound for pound one of the best stories you can find in a video game um, I say if you ever um, thought about playing Mass Effect uh, pick this up um, it's always on sale or it's on sale a lot of the time so if you're using Nintendo prices uh, this will treat you well <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> That okay. sounded like a, like a, what's it called? <laughs> like a jab instead of a chat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like damn. <laughs> I'm kidding. There goes there goes our our potential sponsorships <laughs> from Nintendo. <laughs> okay, right, so, so. <laughs> my actual number five. All right. All right. Actual number five. I'm going to go ahead and put Scarlet Nexus here. So, Scarlet Nexus, um, I was intrigued by this game right when I saw um, just how it looks and it also is gameplay. Its gameplay is what really hooked me. So, this was something that came out in the first half or right in the middle of the year. It was like in June, I believe. And what really hooked me about this game was the combat and how crazy awesome it looked with the telekinesis powers. And the dude had had a katana and the and the and you could also play as a as a another character kasane and she had um knives that she was she kind of like had hovering around her so um i was very intrigued by that and i also like anime so i was intrigued by the anime aesthetic um when i actually got my hands on it um i feel like this game is um i don't think you would be just uh disappointed with this game like the beginning of this game, I think is really strong. Uh, really strong. Um, it hooks you almost immediately, from what I remember. Um, you get to use your, you get to uh, do combat rather quickly, so it doesn't it doesn't drag. Um, I guess the one gripe that I always said about this game was that um, it's kind of has an over reliance on using like static pictures to t tell narratives rather than actual cutscenes, but when those cutscenes actually do kick in and you start um, getting the story, um, it's like you're, it's like a, a B a B level anime story that you're getting a part of. Um, it's interesting, but I think part of why I fell off of it is because it's not super interesting for me to just like keep going, um, especially with how the gameplay loop is. Um, you can kind of distill it be, uh, into, you gotta go into these zones and you gotta um, defeat enemies. And then you go back to, and then you go back to um, the, what do you call it, the the hub, or your um, base of operations. And then you um, talk to your teammates. You do some upgrades, and then you see some cutscenes or some static cutscenes or whatever it is. And then the loop goes again and again. So um, while doing that is fun, like if you really wanted to, as far as engagement, maybe it could have done a little bit more. To, to mask the actual like cogs turning in the background so that um, the interest stays there. But I say overall, if you um, are looking for a quality anime game and you and you uh, like action combat, I say that this game is worth picking up, especially since it's probably on sale. So mm -hmm. I've enjoyed my time with it and I, I do plan on going back to it. It's probably like, right behind Horizon as to a game that I want to complete. Nice. 
And that'll do it for my number five. Um, I think we got to toss it back to you for your number four, right, um, Luis? Yeah. Cool. Now you have three games, Jose, you said? Yes. Okay. All right, so for num my number four, uh, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a game that I briefly mentioned um, earlier um, when I was talking about Captain Toad. Uh, my number four is uh, uh, Super Mario 3D World uh, Bowser's Fury. Mm. Uh, and in this game, uh, it, it's something... Uh, it was everything was brand new to me because I hadn't played the, the original 3D World on the Wii U, um, and from what I've heard, you know, um, you know, personally, I, I wasn't able to compare it. Uh, from what I've heard, uh, they did uh, improvements to to this version, the Switch version. Uh, apparently, it was uh, faster. It, it and and having played it, you know, it does feel faster, like the movement, um, which makes me think, like, well, you know. If, you know how how slow it was, right? <laughs> like on the Wii U. Like, uh, but um, I did enjoy uh, my time with with 3D World. Um, uh, what's it called? I don't I don't know I, I don't know if I would say like it's on my top, like five Mario like 3D Mario. Mm. Uh, um, I don't have to think about it. Um, but uh, what really what I really liked about this game it's like the the fury the Ultra fury part. Um, which you know, you know, when I when I start listening to the reviews and, and and the thoughts of people, that's the part that they highlighted, uh, like the Bowser's Fury part uh, of of this game, uh, and I think I can agree with it. Um, it's I hear a lot where people say like, oh, this is like the next step to like what a three D Mario is gonna look like or should look like, uh, and and I think I, I agree. Um, uh, to a certain extent, um, it's similar to like a, a Super Mario Odyssey, uh, where you know you you're dropped into this like world, right? And the, there's a lot there's areas in this world, and, and each and each um, area has its its stars or like the shrines, I guess, um, and cat shrines, I think they're called. No, I may be wrong, but uh, you just you know you just walk into this area and then. You just see like the the you know the the shrine you know on the on the the screen right like how many shrines are there and how many you're missing and which ones you need to get and and you just go and and look for them and and then you you have that the the aspect of like Bowser you know who was on the background and and every so often he he becomes like he he becomes big right and, and we saw it on the trailer it's this like menacing looking black uh, dark bowser right um and he starts like throwing fire at you and things like that and, and you have to to go ahead and and, and get uh ring the bell uh, to sort of like scare him off and you know and everything clears up and and you know it's sort of like a cycle so i think that's the part that like sort of like turned me off a little because uh, it, it was kind of like you know, you, you want to explore this world, you want to get the shrine, uh, and all of a sudden, you know, it starts raining, and then freaking Bowser comes out and starts throwing fire at you, and, and it sort of, like, interrupts your, your, the vibes, I don't know, like, uh, uh, so I think that's, like, the only uh, negative that I could find for this game, but other than that, I, I really enjoy uh, that, that style of, of, of uh, gameplay, I guess, or, uh, you know, where you just you just go into this world, right? And you just 
walk and you can go ahead and, and complete the different missions, um, find secret, the, the secret shrines and things like that. And I do agree that it's it's sort of like a uh, it's sort of like a tease of what's to come for 3D Mario. Uh, I, I think going forward we might see Mario in this type of of, uh, of game, right? Um, uh, a little more with the a little more in in, in line with the Mario Odyssey and, and Bowser's Fury. Um, but yeah, I had a. a I had a ton of fun. Um, I think all Mario, you know, it's like you said, right? It's, it's jolly, jolly times. <laughs> it's, it's really cool, um, and and it, it is a little darker. So I also enjoyed that, like that the dark aspect of like Bowser, you know, like this freaking menacing, uh, I don't know, monster, right? Um, and then you get like you become like Super Saiyan Mario, right? So uh, Cat Mario. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So and, and that yeah, that's also like uh, positive for it. Like it's like it's so weird, right, <laughs> to see that. But yeah, I think it's really cool that they take this sort of like um, a risk. Um, you know, like something as weird as having Mario become like a big cat, right? Big glowing cat. It's something you would only you would see in, like in a Mario game, right? So, um, so yeah. So I think that that's my number four. Um, uh, specifically, more the the Bowser's Fury part, uh, but you know the the base game, the three uh, D world is just as as fun. Um, uh, but it's more in line with with like the uh, the classic, right? Like going to this world, going through a mission, and then going back in again and going to another mission, things like that. It's a little bit of of, uh, of both worlds, right? Uh, mm-hmm. In this package. So, so that's my number four for 2021. Nice. Um, I'll go ahead and shout out my number four. Um, my number four, uh, it has the potential to be number one, but unfortunately, I haven't been able to finish it just yet. Um, it is an expansion, so it's halfway cheating, I guess. <laughs> but um, Final Fantasy XIV and Walker. Um, this game, I sing the praises of this game, I feel like almost every podcast, um, (laughs) the loop, so the loop that, um, the gameplay that surrounds the expansion is, is top notch still. Um, I've been able to experiment with a new class that I haven't even experienced that I've had unlocked because I've had scholar unlocked to like level 80 or something like that. And there's a class called summoner. And I got sidetracked after, I don't know, maybe a thousand, close to a thousand hours in this game, I'm sure. And after that much time, I've had this totally new class that I could have been leveling um, this whole time. Um, it, they, the classes, um, I think they don't have them in the more recent, the most recent expansion, but um, I think all the way up to like level 70, I believe you have class quests. So for all like the 14 or however many jobs there are in the game or classes, combat classes, I don't know um, too much about how the the crafting classes are, the hand and the land classes. Um, I don't really mess with those too much. But for the combat classes, you have class quests. So like um, every few levels, you'll have 
a quest specifically tailored for that class. And I, the last, I think last weekend, I just spent almost all Saturday <laughs> just um, experiencing that summoner class. And um, yeah, that was really fun to do. Um, and I think they, they put a lot of passion behind that one too. It's just like a side thing, but it just feels like it's done so well. Yeah, regardless, but that's kind of like a tangent of what I've been doing. Uh, let's talk about Endwalker. Um, Endwalker is the latest expansion for Final Fantasy XIV, and I've been keeping up with all the expansions. I'm caught up on the story, except I haven't finished Endwalker yet. And um, I, d I didn't put it higher just yet, because while there has been combat and I've experienced one of the dungeons, the new dungeons already, and the story as well, um, I feel like it's barely picking up the picking up the pace to where um, things are escalating and all the exciting the most exciting things are going to be happening so um, that's why it's at number four right now but what I've experienced so far um, story-wise uh, it's holding up to what's already been established which is a top tier story probably the greatest uh, Final Fantasy story that I've experienced so far um, which has been going on since like the beginning of let the last decade up until now uh, this is going to be the culmination yeah. and although there's so much content to 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 um like ingest and to internalize like i feel like just keep giving me more just keep giving me more time with these characters yeah. keep giving me more time with this lore um the last expansion um i never do this uh, i know our our good friend andres he's he likes to do to memorize like lines and things like that from his favorite games, like Tales of Games. The last expansion, I, like, every time I, like, drive up to um, come back from home and then I go back to where I need to go um, on the weekdays, um, a lot of the times I found myself catching myself just putting on a certain scene from the last the last uh, expansion and just listening to it over and over and over again because I feel like it's that powerful. And I never have done that that I can recall for another game. So this game is really something special. Um, I shared a screenshot with you guys from, from yesterday. It was like a little snippet of the bottom of the TV with the dialogue box. And I was filling things during that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, so um, the story is really holding up. It's standing toe to toe with what came before. And um, the new things that they introduced like uh, just little little things to keep people that have been playing for a long time just interested and in, into uh, just just um, not letting them uh, feel com feel uh, like okay I know what I'm gonna gonna do I'm gonna go into a dungeon I'm gonna do these instance missions and um, just clear out enemies and stuff they do vary the the objectives and they do vary um, the parameters around how you take on these missions so um, I'm looking forward to playing this game more and. Um, I hope I don't cry that much at the end. <laughs> that much. Yeah. Yeah. Just really quick, would you say this is this might be like in your one of the, the what's it called one of your favorite games uh, ever? Yes. Like, or, yes. Like, would you put it in your list? Yeah, I put it on yeah. my list. That's really I put cool. it on my list. It's a moment. It's really, it really is a moment for me to to remember for the rest of my life. This game, I really do enjoy it a lot. 
saßen. Okay, I'm, I'm finished with my number four. Uh, we should toss it over to, to Jose. For three? Yeah. Okay, well, um, so like I mentioned before, uh, a forward, uh, <laughs> um, I didn't really get to play that many games, so that's why my, my list is a little limited. Um, but again, I really do hope that this year um, I do play more more games, um, especially since I have my own Switch now. <laughs> so that's that's right. Uh, that's gonna <laughs> open up um, a lot. Um, it, I'm, it's gonna be more um, accessible, I guess, the games, um, just because we don't have to share and everything. But um, for my third, um, I actually chose my Mario Party uh, Superstars, okay, um, which was Lisa's number five, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I mean, I chose it for for similar reasons um, that Luis mentioned. Um, I think Mario Party, uh, particularly four, um, was a big part of I think um, our growing up. Um, um, I guess everyone has like their own Mario Party, which is funny. Um, their own Mario Party that like marked them. Um, and for us, that was that was the fourth one for the GameCube, and. Um, yeah, like it was, a, it was a really fun game. Um, it was, it was, it was so much fun. I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I, it, it was, I don't know. Like seeing how it progressed. Like, I think we bought Mario Party Nine, I believe. Um, and just for the, the downgrade, the yeah, yeah, seeing the downgrade was kind of it sucked a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was very, it was very disappointing. Um, just cause, I don't know, like it was devoid of fun. Um, or or we had like this this idea of what a Mario Party game should be like. Um, and it wasn't that for a while um, until this game came out. And, and I think um, it's, it's uh, it marks like this, I don't know, I guess not renaissance, that's a little too dramatic, but like, uh, like uh, going back to its roots, like Luis mentioned, um, and the, the competitiveness and um, just what made it fun. And I'm glad that they took out that car concept. I don't know why they added the car thing in the other games, but um, uh, and yeah, it, it it was fun to revisit some of the the mini games, um, um, some of those mini games that we hadn't played before, just because we never got to play the first Mario Party or the second. Um, but um, but yeah, it, it was it was really fun and um. I don't know. I, I we got I got to play it with, with you know you guys, um, and yeah, I don't know. It was a blast. It, it was it was nice to see them. I don't know if they did it. Um, if they listened to the fans and and kind of brought back you know how it was, um, or if that was just something that they um, wanted to do um, way before. But but it was nice to to finally get something that um, we have been asking for for a while. Um, especially for a franchise that, you know, like I said, was a big part of, of our childhood. So um, that's what's my number three. Nice pick. Arigato. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should I move on to my number three? Yes, sir. Please do. All right. So for number three, for my number three, um, uh, it's a game that I uh, recently just finished playing uh, it's monster hunter stories 
two uh, Winds of Ruin. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, um, it, it's. <laughs> I remember um, right. You put a. I I think it was a meme or oh no a clip. Uh, uh, you showed us a clip of, of uh, Mighty Keith <laughs> saying that like oh you know. Oh. <laughs> 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 like, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Shin Megami Tensei and like Monster yeah. Hunter stories. You know you want to play a good monster uh, monster catcher game. <laughs> you know chaos <laughs> games. Uh, uh, and you know not to throw like Pokemon under the bus, right? Like that's not the, the point I'm trying to make. But like, yeah, like it's. I feel like I I didn't know. I know Monster Hunter Stories came out, right? Um, it came out uh, like 2016, maybe somewhere like maybe 2017, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was one of the last games I think that came out on the 3DS. Um, and I remember I I bought the game because uh, it was like. It was like very cheap, you know, and, and I had recently gotten a three years, so I wanted to play new games. I saw the game, and I was like, okay, you know, man, why not? You know, it's cheap, um, and I get to try like a new game. Um, and and I played the game. Uh, I think it was last year, uh, and I, I really, 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 really enjoyed it a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's also like when I started like getting to like Monster Hunter a little bit more. Um, so. So I played that, you know, it's a turn-based uh, sort of like RPG, uh, and it's also like a monster catcher game. You know, you you go on, and, and this in this game you get uh, eggs, right? And and you you go into like uh, like the monster dance, and, and you you get an egg, and then you you can hatch those eggs, and, and a monster comes out, right? And, mm-hmm. and you know you can get into like if if you get like a a, a rare den, you know you can get a, a very a rare egg, right? With more skills and you know maybe like a higher defense maybe a higher attack maybe higher speed you know so you know whatever it is mm-hmm. um and and i don't know like it, it was i was so uh, again not, not to throw pokemon at the back, right? <laughs> but i was so used to like like the, the pokemon right like uh, and and i i you know i enjoy pokemon as well uh, yes but you know uh you know pokemon throw like shaped like me or what like a, a turn base or like a monster catcher game was right and then trying this game like it's a little bit different um but it's a, there's a lot of similar things you know obviously because you you do get you know a monster so monsters and you fight with those monsters but but yeah i played uh, monster hunter stories um and you know it's a it's a simple uh, story it's a simple it's very like like i don't want to say like kitty but you know it's it's not as, as mature right it's like oh you know you gotta save this you know this the land from a big monster whatever right and yeah. you go along and meet, meet friends and things like that uh, uh, and then you know having played that game I, i'm so glad i played that game because going into monster hunter stories 2 uh the story is what it, it's it's way i think it's way better it's way it's very well written it's, mm. it's and then like the characters also you like you really you really connect with the characters uh, and it, there's a lot of fan service for those who played the first game. Um, like you get to see characters uh, from the first game, and it's like I like I remember playing this game and like like seeing characters or seeing characters that I recognize, and it's like like feeling excited, right? Like oh my god, like it's this character. Nice. I can believe it, and and it's like I don't know, and it's so so cool. Uh, and I really, I honestly, I was so surprised that I I enjoyed this game as much as I did. 
Um, but you know, they added voice acting to to this game, um, so you you get to see like the the characters interacting, and something that the first game didn't do. And it's a beautiful game. Um, yes, it, it it runs on the Switch, and you know, with <laughs> a game on the Switch, you know, sometimes just like uh, dropping frame rates and things like that, you know, which it does hinder like the experience a little bit. Uh, but I think uh, I think it, everything else overshadows that. Mm. Yeah, it's such a it's such a really cool game. Um, it, it's one of those games as well that I I started playing it like in April, and I barely finished it uh, last month, right? Um, because mm-hmm. yeah, I I was playing other things and you know work and things like that. But sure, yeah, I will I would always go back to it, you know. And I wanted to play it. I wanted to to finish the story because it is an intriguing story. Um, and I think like the first game, like the the, the start of the game, it's kind of slow, and, and it does take time for you to get into it. But then you know after that, it's it's sort of like you just want to keep playing. Uh, at least for me, right? I'm I got really into the story. I, I wanted to see like how the story was gonna end. And, um, but yeah, and you know, um, I think people should give it a chance. You know, and and. Uh, play this game because it's really it's really it's really cool it's really nice uh, i know marcos um played the first game already on the 3ds and, and he liked it too uh, jose you know i i recommend it yeah, i feel like you would enjoy it um but yeah like, i think I, it's weird that we actually got a second a sequel to the first game yeah because i don't even know if like the first game you know it wasn't that big um but i'm so glad i, I was able to to play the first game um it's satisfying um you know you're satisfied playing the, the second game because right? you know it's it throws you references from the first game and you're like oh yeah i know that you know like i know what he's talking about you know That's and it's sweet. also perfectly fine for people who haven't played the first game you know because it's like they do sort of like uh do like a recap of of moments that happened in the first game um but yeah i don't know i it's it's really cool uh, um, it's it's a really it's a really special game, honestly. Dang. Like I, I can say like I don't know I I, I love this I love the game, uh, it's really cool. But yeah, so that was number three. I said I <laughs> yeah, start crying. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I said this before, you know, Andres. I played Persona first, and then Andres kind of became the the Persona experts, at least for Persona Five. Mm-hmm. And then you, right. and then you, I introduced you to to Monster Hunter. And then mm-hmm. you kind of just take over and just play more Rise than I did, and you actually play Monster Hunter Stories too that I didn't even yeah. buy, you know. Right. So, but this does. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I was, was gonna say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. You first. Oh, sorry. Um. Yeah. So, just really quick. Um. But yeah, like after I finished this game, like I remember, you know, Amiibos came out right for like this game, and I was like, oh, I don't really need those, and I kind of <laughs> want them, you know, just like <laughs> I want the, the Amiibos for this game, uh, and also like. Uh, this game, like, it helped me, uh, like, memorize the monsters, the monsters' names, uh, mm-hmm. which is something that I struggled with, like, back when I first started, like, in the, with the ultimate uh, on ultimate. the Switch. Um, like, I was like, what, what is this monsters? And I, I remember, like, like thinking, like, oh, Ray would be like, oh, this is the, this monster, right? And you would like name it off of your head. And I'm like, how the hell does he know? You know, like, <laughs> and like, I feel like I, I can't, like. I know now, like, I see a monster, it's like, oh, that's a, uh, I don't know, a Rathalos or a Rathian, or, um, and it's, I don't know, it's really cool to be able mm-hmm. to do that, um, and, and I enjoyed it, so, also, like, 
that really helped me with with the names and getting um, familiar with the monsters and, and and I sort of have like my favorites now and things like that. So nice, that's awesome. That yeah, it it does play. Uh, even though it's small, it does play quite a bit of a enjoyment factor when you play Monster Hunter. Just being familiar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what was I gonna say before? I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. It's okay. Uh, it was it wasn't very important. I was just gonna expand on what I said for uh, what I was already saying. I think so. We're good. We're good. Um, for number my number three. So my number three is not a full game. Well, is it a full game? It's like deal. It's DLC to a, a game that came out last year, and that is Final Fantasy VII Intermission. Right. So Final Fantasy VII Intermission that came out in June, I think, also around that time of this year, uh, it gives care. It gives uh, context to a that's going to be a big character or a substantial character coming up in the sequel sequels to um, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and that's Yuffie. And Yuffie, I feel like uh, I liked her from the original when I played the original back in 2016. And I feel that they give her personality or they, they craft her personality so freak, freaking expertly in this game. Um, she's, she's a ninja and she um, is one of more, she's pretty goofy and, and lighthearted for most of the time. But then when things actually get, get serious and things start to hit the fan, um, I feel like they, they portrayed that shift in her personality as well and make her very believable. And I feel like that is really great because as a, as a character that I liked already and just seeing it brought to the PS5 and 60 frames per second and having everything just fall into place, the combat with her, her shuriken, having her do ninjutsus and everything so fluid. There's also like a, a combination attacks that you can do that actually is really unique and I feel like more games should do like it's not just a thing like okay help me for this and then it, it, they help you for a second and then they're gone it's actually a persistent like co- cooperation attack thing which is really cool so the game's stunning I, uh, they do reuse um, environments from Final Fantasy VII Remake but just with the new context of her adventure it makes it really it's, it makes it fresh and exciting and there's also a mini game that's really exciting to do, and it's actually very fun that they brought from the original game. So, thoroughly enjoying my time with uh, Intermission. Yeah, I think I would count it as a, as a game by itself, because um, mm-hmm. uh, it's like a, it's a different like story. And... So yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Okay, so that was three. Do we have think... like any new? Uh-huh. Do we have like any news for like the next part of the, the story? Like not yet, dude. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. How many parts is it gonna be? It's gonna be a trilogy. That's the speculation right now, but there's no official confirmation of that. Right. So we'll see. We shall. Okay. Wait, I think it's you. Two, Jose. Is it? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll work. That'll work. What? My yeah, turn? yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're number two. 
Okay, um, so my number two, I don't know, I guess this is cheating, but um, I'm going to say Skyward Sword <laughs> HD. Um, I wouldn't say so. And, yeah. I mean, the reason why I, I, I would, or, or why I chose it, um, is because, like, the original uh, Skyward Sword, and I've, I think I've already mentioned this um, in the past, but the, the original one, I I didn't really... I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess I, I, I played it and I liked it, but I didn't care too much for it. Um, mm. I do, I do feel like, well, back then, um, Skyward Sword was one of the weakest um, entries yet, um, especially because that was the follow-up to um, Twilight um, Princess, and um, I really liked Twilight Princess. Um, so when Skyward Sword came out, um, it was very barren I, I felt like um and and yeah like I, I don't know i was i was young and <laughs> young and naive um but, but yeah i i didn't really uh fully appreciate it i guess um the way that i should have um so when it was um ported for for the switch um and and i got to play it again um it really did give me like this newfound um appreciation for it um that i hadn't um that i didn't have back then um and that you know goes with just storyline um it goes with uh just the characters um i think that's Dude. probably the biggest thing um just characters um yes the the personality that that these characters have um and it, it's something that um i mean it, legend of Zelda characters have always had like their own personalities i'm not saying that you know past games haven't had um you know their own quirkiness and and all that, but I don't know. I feel like Skyward Sword really did. Um, it humanized in a way um, Link and Zelda, um, especially Zelda. I feel like because um, you know Zelda, you're used to seeing her as this, you know, like distant, like oh we have to go rescue her, um, or like you know this silent, um, you know, regal figure, um, and and here she's just a she's just a kid, you know, a childhood friend, you know, and. And I don't know, like uh, Groose is also another highlight, um, and and just you know the character development there, and um, and yeah, I don't know, like it's 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 this different kind of vibe to it um, that I I guess I hadn't appreciated back then. Um, and then I remember, you know, when it came out for the Wii, I, I felt it was very repetitive. Um, but I don't know, like like playing it now, it it makes sense, and it didn't really feel like a drag. Um, mm. it, it just, it, it kind of, I don't know, like in my head, it's just like, oh, okay, well, you know, it, this is how it sh- should be. Like, this is how it is. You know, it's not, mm. it's not a hindrance. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think that was very, uh, it was, it was very special because it, again, like I mentioned, um, I didn't really like Skyward Sword before. And so, you know, being able to revisit it now, um, after, you know, all these years, it, it does, it did give me like this, um, new look on on this game um and it really does um i I don't know like it really holds a special place in the series just because it is you know whatever (laughs) no spoilers or anything but um but yeah it's a really good game um and um it's one of like the i don't know four games that i played last year so (laughs) but yeah it's it's a really special game um i do agree with you though ray um i know you mentioned it in your shout out Mm-hmm. Um, the the motion controls, um, 
it is it's very clanky in some um, with some of the items um, and it's it is uh, it is a drag in with some you know certain battles um, but overall it's, it's a really good game um, gear at him how could I forget gear at him I mean give us gear at him so that alone um, gear at him I don't know like I don't think we had ever seen a character like gear at him in the uh, on the franchise or at least that you know animated um, but um but yeah, it's a really cool game, um, and that's that's my top two. One of my that's my number two. Sorry. Nice, I like it. I need to play that game. <laughs> Pig pen. All right, Luis, your number yeah. two. Yeah, no, so my number two is uh, Resident Evil Village. Resident Evil Eight Village. Um, that was 2021, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. yeah, it was this year, right? Uh -huh. Damn, um, okay, so, <laughs> so yeah, so uh, Resident Evil Village, um, ah, man, I don't know, like this is uh, the experience of, of playing uh, Resident Evil uh, Village, like it's so it's so uh, unique and it's so different from the experiences that I played other Resident Evil. Mm. Um, before I, I played Resident Evil Village, I played uh, Resident Evil uh, 7, uh, which is also like another, it's it's a really good Resident Evil game. And before that, I played the remake, um, RE3 remake and My RE2 favorite. remake. <laughs> I'm not ashamed <laughs> to say I just have something to say on that. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and that's fine, right? Yeah. Um, uh, so going into this, like looking at, at the trailers and looking at the first looks and things like that, the, the type of game that it was going to be, like the environment, um, uh, like I, I really dig, uh, dug that, right? Like the, the gothic kind of, you know, aspect to it. So uh, once I, I started playing it, uh, it's so, it's, it's um, I, I think I was looking at like, a, or I was listening to like a review and, and they said that like, that there's like it's a horror game, uh, but there's there's like all the kinds of horror you can think of like are in this game, right? And, and I think that that describes it a, a little bit, uh, like it's it's spot on, because uh, you do have like the like you're walking in this like, which is I think like the beginning, right? Like you you walk into this and this uh, this I don't know snowy village, right? And it's all dark and you just hear footsteps behind you and like around you like running and and it's very like you're on the edge of your seat right kind of thing um and then you see like you, you go into like this like it's more of like um uh, um i want to say i don't know if i guess environmental horror i guess like like just like the 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 aspect of like the mansion right that you go into or like the castle um mm -hmm. it's very like classic you know and it's very like campy as well too so so you got that kind of horror and then uh, there's this section where you go um, where it's very like psychological horror and, and I think it's like one of my favorite parts and, mm. and it's very like it's very silent hilly um, and, and I don't, I'm not going to go into like details in case you know anyone wants to play it but like it's so like that part specifically like the psychological horror it's so so it came so it was so surprising because it's it's not something you think about when you think about Resident Evil game. And I remember I played that like at night and it's like, 
like I, I was I was scared <laughs> like that, that, <laughs> that part specifically like it really scared me and, mm. and and for that reason I think it, it sort of like grabbed me even more you know and and, and, and then after that it's more it was a little bit more actiony um, with again with those campy that campy horror with it right because you got like this you know mutated creatures and and and, and again I, I won't go into that but like uh, even the, the like there's 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 some humor into it as well like with some of the the characters interactions um, and, and I don't know if it, it's done purposely or or, or not but it, it I think it I think it lands um, um, or it, it adds like a charm to it and, and I really enjoyed that and and but yeah, like, and I think you know, you go through through this world right as as Ethan Winters, and and he, I think he kind of became like a meme, I guess. Um, yeah. But, um, but I don't know, like you, he grows in, onto you. Like, uh, I really, really cared for Ethan, and, and by the end of the story, it, it like, it hits. Like the story hit, like the end mm. of the, the the story hits. Uh, the the story of, of Ethan. Okay. And, and and you, like, I don't know, like you. Like, I don't know, like, you feel connected to him. Like, you went in on this adventure, like, you know, going from Resident Evil 7 into 8 uh, with him and, and, you know, as a character, you know. Yeah, he might do, like, or he might say and do, like, dumb things, but, you know, you sort of, like, again, for at least for me, right, I, I think there's a charm to it. Um, and, and, like, I don't know, I, and, and, you know, having played this game, it, it makes me, it made me appreciate, like, Ethan as a character, right, in, in this world. Because um, in a way, it's sort of like, you know, he's sort of like a normal person going into this freaking weird world and experiencing all these weird things. And and you as the player, you're kind of like, you know, you're kind of him, right? Like you're also sure. like experiencing these things and you're, you know, you're like, what the hell is going on, right? And, and I don't know, it's it's really cool. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know, like I think, like I really, really enjoyed uh, Village and I think it might be like on my at least on my top three Resident Evil games. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah, because I, I really enjoyed it, and and I can't wait uh, to see like to play the DLC, you know, and for them to show the DLC, like what they're gonna do and how the story is gonna progress from yeah. here. Um. Uh, but yeah, like. Uh, oh, and just really quick, like I guess the characters, right? A lot of these characters are very um, memorable, uh, and. Especially like Lady Demetrius, right? Um, who's not? Who's gonna forget that, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it's, it's so it's so cool. I don't know. Um, I I I really love this game as well, and I enjoy playing it. And like sometimes I think about like like I kind of want to play it again, like go, maybe do another run. And, yeah. But then I, I you know I remember all the games that I need to play. But uh, yeah, it's a game that I will go back and play it again. Um, sure. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, I gotta, I gotta ask this since this is kind of a the hot debate sometimes. Seven or eight? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking of that. Um, I, I don't know. I think I'm gonna go with eight. Ooh. Um, yeah. Uh, but seven is it's really good too, and and I think, I think seven sticks to. To the re formula more like that kind of horror like you know you're in this house and there's monsters there and mm. um 
and Resident Evil it's more campy it's more like uh, I don't know like I, I don't know how to describe it but um, like I said I think there's there's different types of like horror and scary in, in Resident Evil Village um, and and I, I think I enjoyed that more okay. from Village um, but yeah, yeah and I've heard that question being asked as well and it's, it's a tough question Gotcha. Are you village? For the next one, do you want another first person or would you want a third person? Mm, I think maybe I would like like a third person, like for them to go back to a third person, mm -hmm. uh, a style of Resident Evil. Um, you know, sort of like okay, you know, sort of like end this the the first person. Yeah. Um, what's it called like saga I guess um, with Ethan right like make the, the Ethan saga be only first person and then just move on uh, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad right if they, they went mm -hmm. with the first person um, maybe like even do like a trilogy kind of thing um, yeah and so but I think I'm, I'm leaning more towards like a third person I kind of want to get that again or go back to that yeah. All right. Nice. Okay. So that was your number two. Um, my number two is going to be Monster Hunter Rise. Oh. So Monster Hunter Rise is number two because Monster Hunter is just so much fun. And uh, after coming off of Monster Hunter World and Iceborne, they had a very high bar to set. Um, that was my introduction to Monster Hunter. Uh, the graphics were amazing, when, especially when the PS5 dropped and it got 60 frames per second. It was even more amazing. So, yeah, um, this was going to be on the Switch. So, therefore, it was at an inherent disadvantage. But they delivered. They delivered... Uh, quite quite uh, handedly as well. Um, for World, the World story wasn't uh, the greatest thing ever. Here it's not also, also not the greatest thing ever. But what you go into Monster Hunter for mainly is for the gameplay. And I feel like Monster Hunter Rise has the greatest gameplay out of at least the ones that I've played, which is Ultimate, um, World, and Rise. I feel like that grapple hook or the the oh, they haven't played it in so long not in not so long but what is it called the wirebug uh wirebug yeah wirebug the 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 um, variety the wirebug brings to the table uh for rise i feel like carries a lot of um what this game does differently compared to world uh, it's so um versatile it helps you in combat it help it helps you out of combat um, and it's just really fun to use. The um, improvements they made to the weapon where uh, you can choose different um, abilities you want um, to be on your weapon. Like, for example, if you, for the longsword, if you either want the... Um, I, think, I think it's these two. It's either 
the ability where it flings you up in the air and then you come down and you do um, massive damage that way. Or if you just or you want an ability where uh, you use your wire bug and you fling yourself towards the monster and you do a spinning attack and you do damage that way. Um, there's different varieties to the to the weapons, which makes it uh, more fun to mess around with and more replayable. Um, I just feel like I've been playing so much Monster Hunter that I feel like uh, I just need a little bit of a break from it. But that doesn't to take away that this is the best playing Monster Hunter in my opinion, and I bet it plays even better when it comes to PC. So I applaud them for what they put together as a follow-up to World and. I look forward to to Sunbreak. That's going to come out um, yeah. this year. This summer. Yep. I got to catch up. <laughs> okay. So that leaves us all with number ones, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. How are we gonna How are we gonna choose? Just. Um, I, I can go. All right, Jose, you go ahead and share your number one, sir. All right, so for my number one, I chose um, new Pokemon Snap. <laughs> new Pokemon yeah. Snap. Yeah, I had to, um, you know, represent Pokemon since y'all are bashing it <laughs> over here. <laughs> I gave it, I gave it a shout out, uh, but not, not the traditional one. <clears throat> well, I mean, I, I didn't shout out Diamond. Bring yeah, Diamond. Bring Diamond. Um, you I did it! What the freak? Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was a letdown. It was all right, but hmm. uh, they could have done much more. But anyways, um, now they did deliver with new Pokemon Snap, in my opinion. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. And that's why it's number one. Um, Pokemon Snap. I mean, I mean, I feel like I, for me, the my picks are all kind of um, just looking back. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so Pokemon Snap again was. You know, first release. Well, the first one was released for Nintendo 64, which was, you know, our first uh, console. It was one of the first. It was one of the first Pokemon games actually that that um, that I played. Um, even before like the the core games, like the handheld, you know, Game Boy and, and all of that. Um, it was Pokemon Snap and um, Pokemon Stadium, um, mm. and Pokemon Snap. Back then, like it was one of my favorite games, um, ever. Um, mm -hmm. it, it was it was so much fun. It was so simple, um, and 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 I guess people could could look at it and be like, well. When I first was announced, um, a lot of people were like, um, I mean, I guess the bandwagon was already there. You know, hate anything Pokemon related, but a lot of people <laughs> were like, oh, um, why why would you pay you know this amount of money for taking pictures and. And I mean, I mean, I guess it makes. I mean, I understand where they're coming from, um, but it works um, somehow. Um, for some reason, it works, and, and and it's very engaging, and it's very fun. Um, it's a very, uh, it's a very chill game. Um, I remember when it first came out. Like, I don't know. I could I could spend hours just taking pictures. Like, it wasn't. I, I wouldn't get bored. Um, I haven't revisited because um, I know that they added more um, DLC. Um, and, and I haven't gone um, to play it yet, but but yeah, like it's replayability, it's it's pretty high, um, and especially if you're a completionist, um, you know, it's something that that you look forward to. It's something that 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 you want to complete, um, and 
and the reason why I said it, this this one delivered is because it it improves upon the first one, um, and it adds more. Um, and you know, and as it should, just because you know, plenty of years have passed, so obviously you expect you know some sort of upgrade um, or update to the gameplay and and the graphics, etc. Um, and and yeah, I mean, and it, it gives a, a nod, you know, to the original um, with you know. Um, Todd um, coming back. Uh, spoiler, I guess. <laughs> um, but uh, but um, but yeah, it's it's a really um, it's a really solid game, and and I did enjoy it. Um, it it really did take up a lot of my year um, last year, uh, just because it, it it was so much fun, and and I do hope um, that um, we get more games like not not like Pokemon Snap, but just. Um, I don't know, like revisit some uh, some spin-offs that that are beloved and are you know you know were great back then and and hope we could see more of that. But uh, but yeah, Pokemon Snap um, it's my game of the year, my personal game of the year. Wow, cool man. Um, I need to play that game too. <laughs> wasn't wasn't developed by Game Freak. Exactly. Right. <laughs> 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 Right. Next is some uh, some questions, uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, it's a really pretty game, and and a lot of people did like the graphics, um, which I mean it makes sense because it is a you know photography game. So, I mean the bare minimum is nice graphics, right? <laughs> but uh, they, <laughs> they, they did uh, do a good job. Uh, Namco Bandai actually, I think. Um, so yeah, hopefully we get more partnerships with them. Yeah, um, I haven't I haven't seen you guys play it uh, in person, but from what I've seen of the game, especially at nighttime and things start glowing and stuff, I can see anybody mm-hmm. get mem- mesmerized and just like, wow, this looks amazing. Yeah, it's really pretty. Game. And and I think one of the the biggest appeals of just Pokemon Snap is that you are so used to seeing them, you know, battling and you know whatever in in, in the main game. Um, this is probably the only game where you really get to appreciate Pokemon, I guess, in their natural habitat. You know, mm. they're, it's kind of like a reminder, like these are wild, quote unquote, you know, animals, if you will. Um, yeah. And so they live, you know, in the wilderness and, you know, they, you know, they behave like animals, right? They're not just fighting. Um, and so you get to see the different environments and the interactions. Um, it, it's really neat. It's really, it really expands on, you know, the, Pokemon universe um, in a really nice way. And yeah. And Tim. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, for for the thing, I would say we go in the order that um, the draft was. Makes sense. Since Jose went first, he was last place. Sorry, Jose. Um, yeah, I don't know what. <laughs> I was second. So I'll go second, and then Luis, you were first place, so you get to cap off the episode with yours. All right, sounds good. Okay. All right, so my number one, you guys can probably guess which one uh, has not been shouted out yet that was very important to me this year. Say it all together. One, two, three. Metroid Dread. Metroid Dread. Pokemon. (laughs) (laughs) Pokemon. 
So my guy, Metroid Dread, surprise, surprise there. But so my team name for our draft, I made it in the beginning of the year. Did not know if we were going to get any Metroid content. It was Justice for Samus Aran. Damn, that's true. And Samus Aran has been has been given justice this year justice. by Nintendo. <laughs> justice has been served. And it's very it's so so sweet. Like it's a two D Metroid game which off the bat puts it at a slight disadvantage, I guess, seeing as two D games in general are seen as a lesser production value than, you know, your three D right. action game. Um but but man, this is just perfect storm for me, uh, what the game turned out to be and how I came up with Metroid. Um, playing the entries on the Game Boy Advance, Zero Mission, and, and, and Fusion. Um, and this turned out to be the greatest 2D Metroid ever, in my opinion. Um, and uh, by a lot of other people's opinion. This is, yeah. this is it. Um, Samus controls better than ever. She's portrayed better than... Like, not better than ever, I would say. I think... Her portrayals in the Prime series are also very, very superior and very good. But I'd say it's right there with uh, her portrayals in, in the Prime games as well as the great the the 2D games. Like she's portrayed well all the time, but for for this one in particular, um, how she's animated and what they decided to um, have her do while she's encountering the things that she is during the game, whether it be for bosses or for regular, regular schmegular enemies um, during cutscenes. Like, they had a vision here. Uh, the, the person, Sakamoto, um, the development team that was able to, to get that vision across in this game, it's so expertly done. Um, it's, they, don't, they don't push it too hard. They do just enough to um, capture what Metroid is all about. Um, which is exploration, which is um, feeling a sense of uh, supreme sense of connection to Samus, um, making her her um, just staying true to her character, and just doing that while also taking like liberties here and there to just make her feel even more cool and more more capable. Especially since it's the, this is this is the latest uh, game in the timeline. It's it's actually uh, pretty surreal that this happened, um, and I've I've only played it once. I played it ten hours, about, um, but I played the heck out of it during the time that I did. Um, I do want to revisit it, and I and I have just a, a little bit, but um, definitely it is it is primed for multiple playthroughs. It's uh, it's easy for you to do that. Um, when I did it, I got all the items off the bat, so there's a little bit less reason for me to do it, but there's also um, unlockables that you can get. So definitely going to be trying to get those and revisiting this this gem of a game that, we, that we've been given this 2021. And um, even though people say that we didn't have that, that super mega blockbuster hit of the, of the year, uh, Metroid Dread is... It should be experienced by as many people as possible, um, and it's it's the best. It's some of the best stuff that that um, Nintendo 
has put out, in my opinion. Wow. Dude, that makes me so much more excited to play it. <laughs> I want to play that game. Yeah, I look forward to you playing it, man. You get to play it on the OLED, too, supposedly. Yeah. Like, that's your plan. So, man, you're going to yeah. have a, a ball. Especially since you played the previous ones, too. You played Zero Mission, you played Fusion. Yeah. You're primed and ready. I'm ready. My body is ready. Your body is ready. <laughs> so for you, it's it's the best 2D metric. It's the best 2D metric. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, because that's also like a, I've, I've seen like a debate going around. Oh, really? Like, yeah, like metric red or like uh, I know a lot of people like Fusion and, and even Zero Mission. Yeah. Or even Super Metroid. Super Metroid, yeah. Super Metroid is up there too. Mm -hmm. They're all they're all fantastic, but I feel like Dread it just it takes the cake out of, out of all of those. All, all right. right, all right, Luis. All right, so I'll go ahead and finish this off. Um. Uh, well, I think uh, at least you, Ray. I think you know which one. Uh, it's gonna be the t my my game of the year. And I can. I, you want to do the three, two, one, and maybe we'll match. Hopefully, we will. <laughs> all right, all right. So, <laughs> Jose, I don't know if you'll know, but you can try. Um. So yeah. So like, uh, a three, two, one. Monster Hunter Rise. Monster Hunter Rise. Yes. So nice. Um, that Pokemon. Uh, million diamond. <laughs> uh, the <Bell> Wonderland. Nice. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah. So my game of the year <clears throat> is Monster Hunter Rise, and which is surprising, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I surprised myself because it's like, like you know, I was I was thinking about like the games that I played this year, um, or this past year, and and like the first game that I thought about was Monster Hunter Rise. Like, wow. It's, like I yeah, I connect that game to to this year specifically. Um, or this past year, sorry. Um, um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's the it's not my first Monster Hunter. Um, I played uh, Ultimate with Yurei, um, mm -hmm. and I played a little bit of, of World. Um, I think we did one hunt at one World one time. Yeah, I think there was like an open demo or something like that. Yeah, it was like an open open demo, um, and I enjoyed those experiences. Uh, Ultimate, uh, there, there's a lot of, of of things that I enjoyed from from that game, um, and, but something about and something about the the gameplay, right? Um, and it's very different, right? You you play Rise and then you play Ultimate. It's like I feel like <laughs> for people who who are barely getting to to play Monster Hunter, uh, it's gonna be like a like whoa, you know? Like it's very different, like how you play those games. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, so when I played Ultimate, you know, it's. You know, it is it is what it is, right? And I played it and I enjoyed it, right? And and the loading times, right? When you go from area to area, uh, <laughs> it, it kind of took you off a little bit from from the experience mm -hmm. as a whole. Um, and then it's a little bit slower, right? Um, and and that's fine, right? That's that was what it was, right? Uh, but then like Rise, I think Rise was the one that like uh, just got me, like it took me. Uh, and I think it's uh, it has a lot to do with with um, 
with how you play it. Um, um, like the the pace, like the what's it called, like the speed of it. Uh, there's no, you know, loading times when you travel through through areas. Uh, it's like you're thrown into this this world or this this area, and you just go and find that monster and and kill it, right? Uh, and I don't know, like it's uh, you mentioned a lot of it as well um, for because it was your number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the the wire bug as well. It, it adds so much to it. The the, the idea of you know going because I remember when I I think they they called it rice because you know it's it's more vertical, right? You you can climb mountains and then you can like jump and wire oh, bug to another area, things so like good. that. Right? It's so cool. It's so you know it's it's so cool. Like it's it's cha- it um it's game changing, right? Right? Like it it adds so much to it. Um, it, it adds to your combos. It adds to your the, the way you you deal with monsters. Um, it, it, it's so it's so cool. Like uh, I think all games should have like some sort of <laughs> grapple hook or like wire bug kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Pokemon. Uh, with so that made it like Arceus. Right. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. So that ma- that makes it really really like it, it, easy to play and, and fun to play. And, and yeah, and, and going and talking about like how easy it is to play, I think it, this is like the perfect, uh, the perfect Monster Hunter game for newcomers to come in, and and to to play this game and really you know get to know um, a little bit about um, the monsters, right, and, and learn a little bit about what Monster Hunter is. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know what, what more can I say, right? It's it's it was really fun um, and. And then you have like the multiplayer, right? Um, I was able to play with you, right? Um, like I had a blast. Every, like I, like every time we play, like I, like I, I enjoy playing it, dude. Like it's so it's so fun, especially when you play with someone, like with a friend or like friends. Uh, you know, just just going through it and killing monsters, and I I like the idea of 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 um, you know going into this world not knowing what monster it is. And figuring out how to deal with it, right? Because mm. uh, sometimes, you know, uh, the way you deal with like different monsters um, can can vary. Uh, maybe sometimes it's easier to to I don't know, like trap them or catch them or uh, yeah or just slay them and things like that. Just going going about them, uh, it was really fun, like strategizing and things like that. It's really cool. It's 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 so much fun. And then uh, I remember like I would. Like when 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 we weren't playing it, like I would go ahead and play it by myself, right? And like I would, I, I remember like every night, um, you know, like after work or whatever, you know, after I showered, and I would go to like the kitchen area, just you know, open my laptop and I don't know, put on like a a YouTube video or something, and then have my Switch, uh, mm. and just play Monster Hunter and just go on hunts and and hunt monsters. And I think that's why I added so much so many hours into the game. Yeah. Um, and and I I never got bored. I actually I think I completed all the missions on the on the hub. Dude, yeah. Um, yeah, like it's crazy. <laughs> and like I remember like when when I finished it, I was like, like what the heck? Like how did I do this? You know. Um, <laughs> and and like like I said, like even uh, more recently, we played like a couple months ago. We played. Um, we we went back to it, and and it kind of like reignited my 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 need to play it, you know, I, I wanted to play it, I wanted to, to, to hunt more, um, yeah. so yeah, so, 
I don't know. It's it's it holds a, a really special place in, in my gaming history. I guess my personal gaming history. It's it's such a fun game. Um, the, I'm definitely gonna go back to it. Um, either again just to because uh, I do want to get. Um, um, I I think there's more content that they added like before. Um, the, what's it called? Like, um, what's the expansion gonna be called? Sunbreak. Uh, Sunbreak. Uh, they added more monsters. Right, I think. I think. I, I'm not sure. Uh, so I do want to uh, do that. Um, I want to level up my character and, and just be prepared for for the expansion because I, I do want to want to play that. Yeah, um, dude. But yeah, that's my number one. My number one game. The goatee. Man, so well presented. Yeah. I amazing, amazing. All right, guys. Well that was a that was a fun episode. Uh we are we have been recording for over two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh one of the longest episodes we've recorded, but I think this is a good way to start off the new year, seeing what our favorite experiences were and looking forward to 2022, which is something we'll be doing formally next week. Yes. All right. Well, listeners, thank you for watching. We have been Roll Jump Media. We uh, cover video games. We uh, talk about our favorite video games. We talk about the gaming news. Uh, we haven't really been talking about gaming news so much recently but i do plan on, on getting those stories together and and discussing those topics because i feel like that's something that's been missing for a while we just kind of been shooting from the hip just doing what we want but i think the new segment should come back and should we should be having those discussions um aside from that uh we also have a twitch we also are on social media so if you would look us up on your social media websites that you visit roll jump media uh, we should pop up and we'd like you to be part of our community and give us a follow. Thanks for watching. And before we sign off, do my co-hosts have anything to say? Um, thank you for tuning in <laughs> to next time. Uh, yes, thank you. Thank you for uh, a wonderful 2021. Uh, if you listen to us, thank you. Uh, and yeah, the, um, hopefully we have a, a better year of our of gaming in 2022. Those those gaming gaming events were kind of kind of lackluster last year. Hopefully this year they're bangers. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks guys, and we'll see you all on the next one. Bye.